Hello, business storytellers and content creators. Christoph Trappier, the authentic storyteller, recording in Chicago on the 20th floor of the Westin, overlooking Lake Michigan. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful sight. I actually went out on a walk earlier thinking about the trip, thinking about content creation, thinking about the different channels. How do you pick the best channel for each piece of content? So let me walk you through that. When I first grew up in print journalism, everything was a story. Written, journalistic style, inverted pyramid usually, and, you know, that was that. That's how stories were told. Sometimes they were longer, but even when they were investigative articles, they were still articles. They were still paragraphs of words. Now, what's interesting is today, not every story should be an article. Some stories should be an infographic. Some stories should be a podcast. Some stories should be a virtual reality video. Some stories should be a virtual reality picture. Some some stories should be a 360 picture. Some stories should be a series of pictures. Some stories should be um, a regular video. Some stories should be a slideshow on video with voiceover. Some stories are best told in an interview like that could be a podcast as well or some stories could be a video with a person who knows the most about the topic talking to you about it so let's walk through this weekend started off at the Marriott um, at the Magnificent Mile beautiful beautiful suite it was so big it took me a while to check out just because I had to check that I wasn't forgetting anything. There was a bedroom, there was a living room area, there was a pool table, there was a dining room area, and it's nice and it's appreciated. So I am on a trip with a Marriott, and basically, you know, that's that's the room they gave me. So how do you turn that into a story? And what how should you tell that story? So first of all, that makes great three panoramic pictures, right? Because you have this big room, you want to show what is going on, what's um, what you can look at. So I took those pictures, I posted them to a Bonvoy group that I'm a member of. I also posted them to my social media channels. And then um, I posted them to meetings today. Now the meetings today website which I'm the chief content officer of, it's for event planners, right? So why would they care about a suite? So the reason I think they care about it is because you can really only book that suite when you're booking an event. Now, some Titanium Bonvoy members, which is like the second level down, they can get it as an upgrade when it's available, but it sounds like you have to ask for it. So you have to ask if there's any upgrades available and then you might get it now but if you have an event you can request it for your speakers your vips 
etc etc whether it's a company event or a conference or whatever it might be and so that's a story right and I wrote this story um, just because I hadn't really found anything else yet that was written and I wrote it uh, had it edited and it's published now the next thing was a podcast so the podcast was about the four things event planners should ask the chef before they book an event and I recorded that as a podcast send it back one of the writers wrote it up as an article as well so we, we still have two articles but we also have other content with it right um, but you still want to write so that's a good example that I'm not an article hater so for every traditionalist who is screaming already that yes we need articles you are correct we need articles and there were two articles that were published out of the gate and one podcast now looking back the sweet story could have been a VR video because it's very visual right put the camera in the middle of the room do a little voiceover and there is that story very very doable didn't do that but it could have been an option um, and just gives you an idea that sometimes there's many ways to tell a story and I try to balance that and every team I work with I try to help them understand that like anything in life it's it's balance what's the best balance to tell the story now so that's uh, how that one worked out then let's see where I go next um, so the Marriott Marquise did some more pictures did some virtual reality video there so they have a new food hall so that's visual right and I had already filed some stories virtual reality video is still a little harder because I can shoot it with my iPhone but I can't upload it from my iPhone very easily uh, so I have to take the camera to my computer plug it into the computer and then upload it or edit it um, in there so that's kind of how that works but anyway so we did virtual reality video there and um, that should be published here at some point then I did another podcast at the Westin which is where I currently am recording this business storytelling podcast episode and that was another podcast and another article and then I went to the Willis Tower to the 99th floor and I did not know this they can host an event up there 300 people 99th floor we had to kind of take the private handshake elevator up there three transfers for elevators and basically I thought how can I tell this story the best and I shot some again video virtual reality video first I actually started with regular video um, actually not even video but pictures and I was intending to do voiceover like you know that's called the Ken Burns effect when you see pictures move around the screen and it you know there is movement but it's not video it's actually pictures so that was the intent there and then I'm keep walking around I'm like you know maybe I should try some some VR video and I tried it it's working out okay 
The problem is that every time you switch from, you know, inside to outdoor lighting, it's kind of a hard transition. So what happens is I put the camera in the middle of the room and there's big, big windows, which is awesome. I, I love that we have this trend of natural light in buildings and um, but it makes video production sometimes harder because um, you know because because the, the the camera switches and especially when you shoot 360 uh, you, you can't really control how the lighting looks on either side and there's always some bad lighting one way or another that is not perfect so I tried that and I also tried some VR video, you know, when you stand over the edge and they have a glass looking up and down. I tried that too. That seems to be looking okay. And um, so, did that. Now, the lighting reminded me that before I went to the Willis Tower, I also went to the JW Marriott. And there, they were giving us a tour. Fantastic property. Beautiful, 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 nice event space, and they showed us uh, a guest room, and so the hotel, excuse me, the hotel's at a busy street in downtown Chicago, I, what I like about it is, uh, the orange line is there, and the orange line apparently takes you right to Midway, so if you fly Midway, out of Midway, in and out of Midway, that's a good location. And the blue line is the other side of that block. So you can hop on the blue line and actually head out to O'Hare. And as you may have seen on my blog, AuthenticStorytelling.net, I blogged about how you use Apple Pay now when you take the blue line from O'Hare. Super easy. I love it. I take it all the time. A lot of times it's faster than getting a car, um, you know, because it doesn't have to stop for rush hour traffic. Five bucks one way now so at this hotel they showed us why it was so quiet so the original windows at the building from like 1914 or something like that they're still on the building because they're protected right and um, they're historical so those pick windows are on the outside and then what the um, Marriott did is on the inside they put additional windows. So there's really two windows, right? The the uh, original ones and then an extra set on the inside. And that, of course, keeps out the, um, the sound from the busy street. Now, what's interesting about that is I tried to shoot some video and we tried to interview somebody in front of a pink window. Super hard to do. Now, in this case, I couldn't get around it because the window was kind of the story. So I did my best move the person really close to the window they're a little bit underlighted we can maybe bump that up a little bit but again i thought that was a story that's not a story that you write two paragraphs about that's the story you just put on video right here's the look here's the two windows hopefully you can see it and then you just put some vo over it and so in that case i just recorded the vo aka voiceover while standing in front of the window with the uh, representative from the JW. Now, again, I'm trying to use all the different content asset types that, that are at my disposal. So just make sure you know what's available 
and then try to pick the right one at the right time. And of course, there is actually, um, some of them are easier to get online, right? So when you're just running around and running around, the written word is actually really hard to get out, get published because you do want to publish more than just a couple sentences. So a podcast, on the other hand, is relatively easy. Now, you can write on your phone. I've written, I'll back up a little bit, a minute here. I have written my two books, my blog posts on my phone. I do most, I do a lot of things on my phone uh, when it comes to content creation. So it is possible to write on there. But sometimes it takes longer, even if you voice dictate well. Then, a podcast. So right now, we're 13 minutes into this episode. And I'm recording on my phone directly in the Anchor app. Directly in it. How super awesome is that? Now, I'm pretty sure I have to keep the internet connection going. So if the internet all of a sudden lets out, maybe the the recording ends up not being so hot. But um, I'm directly in it. Once I'm done... I just say ready to publish, I add a headline, I add a description, and then I publish it. And then it automatically syndicates to all the different channels. Easy breezy stuff. Right? I can do that anywhere. And I now found out that the iPhone, and mind me not, I have an iPhone 6S has noise-canceling microphones. So as long as you keep talking, even if there's some noise around you, it will be fine. Nothing to worry about. So, um, so but anyway, so then that goes live, and then as I publish it, it gives me the option to share it to all my social networks, and done. Done deal. Easy, easy stuff, right? So then the next thing is video. I love video. I have done mobile video content creation for a long time now. First started that probably at the Gazette in the 2000s, Eastern Iowa News. Did it there. I had a flip cam, which then they went out of business. And today I just use my iPhone. Now the problem is with video that sometimes the uploads are taking a while. So I did write about 4K video on AuthenticStorytelling.net. So at the Adobe Summit 2018, I was shooting everything in 4K because your iPhone actually shoots 4K. Crazy stuff, I know, but it does. You have to change the settings to do that. It's super dumb to actually change the settings, but I did because I wanted to test it. But once you start shooting in 4K, the problem is the upload time takes forever. Your files are super big. Yes, the quality is even better. But nobody can tell because they're watching your videos on their phone. So whether it's 1080 or or 4K makes absolutely no difference. Now, if they're watching them on, you know, 90-inch TV, maybe there's a difference. But how many people have that? I don't. I probably do watch most of my videos on my phone. So... Um, But anyway, so shooting video is fine, but it can take a while to upload. One way around that is to actually do live video. So on Periscope, you can do live video and live audio, 
but the live audio actually says as an MP4, which it is, that's video, so it doesn't say as an MP3, I think those, those are the right numbers, um, but the bottom line is, you could do that, and you can get the video out, and then you can have people play the replay, and then you still have the video that you can put on YouTube if you want to. Now, you also have the link to the live broadcast, which people can now play back. So just some things to think about. The, the only problem, if you do a live Twitter video, live Periscope, same thing, different apps. The only problem is that there's no embed code. So I really wish Twitter would at some point figure that out to add an embed code so you can take that video and embed it on your website because right now that's not possible. Right now you have to link over and people have to leave, which it's not always a bad thing. I sometimes do that with my podcasts. You know, I, I link to them and then people have to, they go to Anchor to listen to them. But uh, certainly it would be better if you could just embed it. Now, so that's another option. And then you have VR, which takes forever to upload. Not forever, but it's you can't do it on your phone. So you do have to go back where your computer is or if you're out on the go, sometimes that doesn't work. So those are all the different options. Think about the different ways to tell a story. You don't have to do them all. Pick one. Try the one that if you haven't done in a while. Try new things. Pick the one that also tells the story the best. And, you know, that's you have to think about what's the strength and the weaknesses for the different ways of using different content assets. Hopefully that helps um, use all the different content tools on your content tool belt. And I hope you share stories that are worth consuming. Christoph Trapp, The Authentic Storyteller. AuthenticStorytelling.net at Trap on Twitter. And feel free to connect on any of those networks, including LinkedIn. Until next time. Thanks for listening, business storytellers and content creators. Stay real and keep telling stories.